0: I want to thank you for making our show as popular as it has become. started off as a regional show, and one of the friends that I had back then uh, when we were just a, a regional show was this next gentleman that I'm going to bring on to you. Uh, his name is Ronnie Ramides and, uh, he's a businessman extraordinaire. And if you're ever coming to the Arklatex, uh, Arkansas, Louisiana, Texas area, uh, flying into Dallas and you need a way to get to Shreveport, Louisiana, you want to call Ronnie Ramides, uh, Shreveport limousines. We're going to talk to him. He's going to let him talk to you about that here in just, uh, a few minutes, but let me, uh, tell you that a friend in need is a friend indeed. And Ronnie is that kind of guy. Uh, anybody will tell you that you don't know this guy if you don't know him as a friend and so Ronnie I want to welcome you back to the CL Brian show how are you brother
1: hey I'm good just trying to stay warm over here in northwest Louisiana as I'm sure you are
0: yeah man you know what I would, you know, Ronnie. We grew up here, and uh, of course, if they talked about a, a, a half an inch of snow back when we was coming along, uh, th- that would have shut down this city. So everybody should know that we are absolutely paralyzed here in Shreveport, Louisiana. There is no question. Ice on the ground, Ronnie. Uh, let's talk about Rush. Um, our lives. So even though I'm your, you and your, me and your father went to school together. So That's uh, right. But still, Rush Limbaugh impacted your life, and my life, even though we are 19, 18, 19 years apart. Talk to us about how he impacted you. And and talk to us about those who indeed are trying to besmirch and and throw mud on this man who is such a great individual. Talk to us.
1: Yeah, Rush Limbaugh. I've listened to him since I was a teenager. And he kind of, uh, at first I was was, uh, not as fond of him because I thought he was a know-it-all. And the longer I, uh, I had life experiences and matured, I began to uh, uh, question more and, and research more on my own. And I realized that a lot of what he says, you may not like it, but but he was right. And he called out uh, things for what they were, for the truth. And uh, so I, I think that he was one of the ones that was uh, brave enough. He could never be intimidated. Uh, he could never, uh, he's never going to change his message and he would never cow too many of the pressure put on him from the outside. He was he really built an empire out of speaking the truth, uh, which is, let's face it, it's almost unheard of these days. Um, so, you know, we see everything from Hollywood celebrities, uh, you know, liberals, uh, and we even had some, some folks that, uh, locally that were absolutely celebrating and mocking his death. It was absolutely uh, disgusted, just disgusting, just with what we've seen so far. I don't know if you, if, if you've, uh, uh, picked up on any of that, but you know, I couldn't be more disappointed. And, uh, in what we were seeing now, the very ironic thing, which is one of the things that rush stood for was calling out hypocrisy. Now we see a lot of the people locally that we saw making Facebook posts, dancing, making jokes uh, about how, how happy they were that he passed, um, their seems their mission in life is to uh, have have you accept others that look differently than you, that live different lifestyles than you, that come from different backgrounds than you. Yet, they celebrate the death of a conservative uh, voice in America because he was
0: conservative. I don't know that. Yeah, that's uh, it's the hypocrisy, Ronnie, is absolutely stifling they talk about uh, celebrating as you're pointing out this is what you this is what Ronnie pointing out here to all of us i don't want you to miss this point the dems claim to celebrate or those on the other side they claim to celebrate the fact that they have diversity and diverse opinions and uh, they they celebrate they champion that but yet when someone who is the epitome and the representation of a diverse america a different opinion passes away. And and you know what, Uh, Ronnie, I don't see anyone on the left who could have possibly put a dent in our society the way that Rush Limbaugh did. Uh, He inflamed passions everywhere. And uh, even in, in this black kid from Shreveport, Louisiana, graduating from Fair Park High School, who would have known? That Rush Limbaugh would have come to impact my life, and then later the son of my one of my classmates who who is just 17, 18 years younger than me uh, impacts his life the same way, and then is impacting his son. The impact of Rush Limbaugh will be generational, don't you think, Ronnie? No, I agree
1: a hundred percent, and and I think that you, what your uh, the course of your life where you've been. Uh, where you come from and, and all of the things that you've done uh, working within the NAACP. And if you were truly not open to hearing other ideas, where would your life be right now? It would be, a, it would be much different. But you, uh, like a lot of, of, of my friends, uh, are, are, are willing to sit down with someone and listen to a, an opinion, a different viewpoint. And even if you starkly disagree, you don't hate that person. You don't. You don't dislike that person because they believe differently than you. You accept them for who they are. You know, everybody has a paradigm that we see the world through, and that's based on our experiences in life, uh, what we've been through, um, you know, tragedy, things like that. And that's the reason why a lot of, of Democrats and, and and conservatives alike believe the way they do is because the way they were raised. I have lots of friends that are Democrats, that are moderates, that are... I have some some friends that are liberals, and I'm still their friend. We joke and give each other a hard time on on different things, but I still love these people. Sure, And I would never celebrate the death of someone because they had a a different opinion. Oh my
0: God, no. Oh my God, no. But
1: but that's what fuels the hate, and I, I just would hope that uh, people would not see uh, a small portion of these folks celebrating uh, Russia's passing and other things that they do, and 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 label all Democrats or all liberals as hateful people because it's almost uh, you're almost as guilty if you do that. So you have to see it for what it is. There's some conservatives you and I both know that are whack jobs that say and do things that are completely, completely. Unwarranted and irresponsible, and the, and, the, and I, we, you and I both can. We've had this discussion. We condemn it completely. They're an embarrassment.
0: When you say that, like I need, I need to bring this up. Then I need to bring this up so I, because you you kind of cracked that door open for me to say it for you, for me to ask you about it. Uh, when when Michelle and I were talking about this the other day, when uh, when when we first kicked off our show, uh, Bill Cassidy was was uh, throwing his seven years ago. Bill Cassidy was throwing his hat in the ring. And we swung behind him. Rob Maness was uh, on my menu, but I uh, thought that Bill could win, and Bill did win, unseated uh, Mary Landrew, and all of that uh, thing. And, and Bill's our friend. He's still a friend. But, uh, Ronnie, i got to tell you, I, and I've said it uh, very publicly, I've said it to Bill, and uh, I feel betrayed. Now, now, this is the thing that, that we as Louisianas and folks, you have people in your state, wherever you listen to the show, that, that may fit this very bill. You sent, you sent them there to do one thing, and that's represent you. Not to represent them, but to represent you. And, and, and so, Ronnie, that's the, that's the problem that I have here. I understand what Bill's explanation and all of that, but that still does not take away the, the fact that the, the people that, that, that sent him to, to D.C. feel betrayed. Talk to us.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, uh, Mike Johnson and there's many others that have uh, really articulated the argument that the, the the entire trial was was unconstitutional. It lacked many things procedural that you would have to bring to a, a regular district courtroom to uh, to to try someone. And just based on that, how could you make a, a, uh, a an educated opinion or a decision? or based on your conscience. Because if someone's not treated fairly at their trial, then how could you convict them, right? We see a lot of bad people get away with things because of procedural, but that's what provides us the protections. You may not always like the outcome, but you have to respect the process in this country to enjoy the freedoms that we have, like freedom of speech, right? So, well, wow, he, I, I heard of uh, Dr. Cassie's, and I threw a fundraiser for him at, at my business, and, and I, I feel betrayed as well that it, it was certainly not the, the opinion or the voice of the majority of voters in Louisiana. So I, I'm with you on that. I'm, I couldn't be more disappointed. Um, I, I just I don't know what to say. It's it's uh, we'll, we'll see. I guess in, in a few years if, if the people of Louisiana want to keep him, but what I'm afraid of. Is that there will be so much infighting in the Republican Party that uh, Democrats slip in and take that seat back, like we had with Mary Landrew and our, our we have a Republican and a, and a Democrat senator, and they just cross each other's vote out each time, which is which is pretty scary.
0: What uh, is the future, Ronnie, in your opinion of? Uh, our party uh, nationally and of course locally, uh, there in Louisiana. I'm, you know, I'm about to head for Florida. I'm about to go move. To, I'm about to move to Florida. Although I'll be dual, yeah. I'll be dual resident, uh, uh, both Louisiana and Florida. But just the same, uh, on a national scale, give us uh, your take on uh, where you think uh, our, our party is headed and what what must we do to be saved. <laughs> well,
1: I think that. Uh, uh, one of the things that this COVID crisis has taught me for business, and, of course, our business got clobbered with the show for transportation industry, uh, the way things are now are not the way they will always be, right? So it's it's really easy to get bogged down and get uh, down and out about the state of current affairs. If you look back through history, there's been times when uh, Nixon uh, was impeached or, or was the fear of impeachment he resigned. but there's so many other times that the the republican party has faced crisis but i think that, that as a group the republican party is full of of good-hearted smart people that we just lack right now the ability to 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 come together and make our voice heard and hold our elected officials accountable for the job that they do so i i'm, I'm confident moving forward that uh, the the Republican party can can uh, have a future in this state and, and nationwide but I think there's so much infighting that we really need to to uh, uh, change our our, uh, the, our approach to things get together behind the same uh, philosophy and and move it all forward and everybody working for the greater good of what we feel like this country should be now, if we fight and it's always has to be my idea or your idea, and we can't come together, then we'll get what we get, and we'll get controlled like we are right now with this uh, socialism that's that's slipping in like a, like a snake. Run- and uh, but it's be too late, and, and we won't have a choice.
0: Ronnie, was Trump uh, the Republican manhood? Was was he the manhood of uh, of of uh, our party? And uh, I just don't understand. I've never understood how it was that him, in my estimation, being so strong uh, a figure in our party, how was it that there were some of us Republicans who did not embrace him? What was that about? And I want you, if you can, stay with me through the break.
1: Yes. Well, I, I really feel that, and I said this all through, because you know I was a Trump guy from the very, very beginning. When, I when, when the consensus was for, for Ted Cruz. I remember. But I, I believe that the... Uh, people focused, conservatives focused too much on his delivery and maybe some of the things that he said or did that that made them feel uncomfortable and his brashness. And they didn't look at his effectiveness on, did he advance the conservative agenda the way you wanted to? And if you ask those same people directly, they'd say, well, yeah, I guess he did. If you think about it, if you have a politician that makes you feel good, but doesn't really get the job done, that's a recipe for disaster. We saw that from 08 to 16, did we not?
0: Absolutely, but, we saw that. Absolutely, yeah, we saw so, that.
1: So I think that that is where we missed the boat in with so many influential Republicans uh, and, and moderates uh, that they, they were way too focused on what he said or what he said in the Twitter. If they offended him. But if you look at any great leader, they are of any organization. They will all tell you it's it's way more important for me to be respected than liked. Correct.
0: Absolutely, so. absolutely, Ronnie. And you know what? You coupled uh, two things together that I really want uh, all of you, America, to think about. This. Yes, there's no question. The president was 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 brash. He, he's brash, but he was effective. And 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 Obama was brash, but ineffective. He was very brash, but he was ineffective in his brashness. I would much rather a leader that is confident of himself and might think highly of himself and not afraid, not afraid to or ashamed to tell you about it, and then get the job done so that it benefits me too than someone who sings and, and trickles down my leg about what they're going to do, as Joe Biden has done for 50 years, folks, nearly 50 years. Nearly 50 years Joe Biden has uh, talked a good game and trickled down your leg, but there's nothing happening. They're doing it again to you. My question well, is, why is you buying it? Go ahead, Ronnie. Yeah, you got two minutes.
1: Okay, I agree. Now, and one thing we're seeing from the current president that, that, that I just I completely, uh, I shake my head when I hear it, is, you hear a repeated uh, uh, call for uh, giving people a couple hundred dollars, six or seven hundred dollars. And uh, the other day it was if you, people are going to be sent fourteen hundred dollars. that's going to allow them to pay their bills through what, July, which was, if you do the math, is absolutely ridiculous. Everybody just wants a job back. But what he says that's really confusing to me that people are falling for is there are people that can't buy groceries. There are people that can't uh, make their electric payment, things like that. Look, I don't want $600. No one that is employed by me wants $600. Everyone just wants to go back to work and let me take care of my family on my own and not be checking the, the bank account for my $600 wire, right? right? Let me be the creator of my destiny, not Washington, D.C. That is absolutely – but people keep falling for that because he, he is getting the impression that he is speaking for the the small guy and the poor but what the poor need and and what they want, Republicans, Democrats, and everything in between is look let's just let me get back to work and take care of my family the way I know it's a proven method, not Looking at the mailbox, waiting on the mailman to bring me my stimulus check. No, if it, We see that in other countries, it's been disastrous. Cl, and it, it does. It, it a is track disastrous.
0: Record. It is absolutely disastrous. I'm on with Ronnie Remedies, and uh, when we come back, he's going to tell you all about his business. And when you're in the Shreveport, Bossier, the Arklatex area, Louisiana, Arkansas, and Texas area, and you need a, a nice ride, you want to call Ronnie. I'm C.L. This is C.L. Brian Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a minute with more with Ronnie Ramirez and uh, just straight talk with you. In, in fact, my latest real talk will be out here uh, over the weekend. This H.R. One, it's deception. Oh, it's presented as an angel of light. But friends, let me tell you, it's not. It will rob you of your state sovereignty and it will federalize elections in this country go to FreedomWorks. freedomworks.org uh, i'm a senior fellow with them and we are pushing back hard against this and you should too become a part of that movement i am cl cl brian show will return after these words you thought i was worth saving so you came and changed my life So you clean me up inside you thought I was to die for.
1: So you Red state talk radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon echo and echo dot by simply saying Alexa play red state talk radio Red state talk radio on TuneIn.
0: Best I came always in the heaven and for the flag I stay CL back with you on this fantastic day in the USA always good When you can share a day with uh, a friend, old friend, at this point, known Ronnie for years now. And uh, a lot of ups and downs and experiences that we have uh, been through together. And glad to have him on the show. Businessman extraordinaire. Great mind that he has for business and business deals. And uh, Ronnie, why don't you tell everybody what it is that... Uh, you're in too. he's a political folks. I mean, he's a shaker and mover, but it's more than that. And Ronnie, I want you to tell everybody how to get a hold of you and, uh, how to engage with your business. If in fact, they're so inclined.
1: Yeah, we, uh, well, we've been in the chauffeur transportation in, uh, industry for uh, now it's 20 years. We started in 2001, uh, company Shreveport limousine. Uh, that's uh, almost 50% of what we do is corporate travel, you know, sedans, luxury SUVs. Uh, it's, uh, it's amazing when we started off, uh, how the, uh, industry has transformed. Uh, but it is, uh, it, we've, we've, uh, obviously seen the challenges of, uh, 2020, uh, we're headed back in the right direction. I think people are beginning to, to get a little bit restless and, and to figure out that, uh, some of the government may be lying to them about, uh, keeping them in their homes and keeping us away from each other and making us scared of each other. So we're encouraged to see people, uh, getting out uh we're just waiting for the the entertainment venues to open back up and some of the corporate travel to come back but shreveportlimousine.com is our website uh we, we service uh, the architex area all of northern louisiana uh through all the major airports and uh, just uh, uh happy to still be around and have weathered the storm of 2020 we're optimistic for a great 2021 and uh we, uh, we hope, to, uh, hope to see you soon again, C.L. I oh, haven't yeah. seen you. Uh, oh, yeah. No doubt about I think it. I haven't seen you since we
0: went to Belize. Let me, that's right. We were down in Belize together. And uh, let me, let, this is one thing I want to tell everybody. Uh, I mean, top-notch people. Uh, when I was, was going over to Beck Studios in Dallas, uh, Glenn would often call Ronnie and uh, have a, a limousine just drive me over there instead of the planes and waiting around for a plane, just drive me over. It's two and a, two and a half hours over there. And uh, drive around in the, in the luxury uh, of, of, of Fag and Glenn would have them wait and bring me back home uh, after we were finished. That's the caliber of people that Ronnie deals with. But whoever you are, corporate or big or small, Ronnie Ramidis is uh, Port Limousine uh, is where you should go to get that type of uh, of service ronnie when we look at business in america and we look at a president now first thing he does when he comes into office and you know oil and gas is lifeblood of louisiana yes. first thing that he does is he, he kills the keystone pipeline what what message i mean i i don't i don't understand that doesn't make sense to a looney tune tell me what what's going on here
1: Well, I think it was called by by several uh, people that that we follow uh, that he would be uh, uh, indebted to some of the extreme side of the Democrat Party who want to eliminate any usage of fossil fuel, just phase it out completely, which is which is crazy. It's quite frankly imported from another country that has almost zero standards uh, as as far as uh, the air quality and things like that. Increase our depending on our dependence on foreign foreign countries. Now, I believe that uh, there will be a, a great deal of backlash, and there's a, lots of buyers remorse now. Uh, that people that voted for they didn't like Trump, they voted against Trump, they didn't necessarily vote for Joe Biden. Yet he's killing their business, uh, their there may their jobs, and I, I think that uh, I'm gonna be interested to see how. Uh, America responds to this uh, in the coming elections in 2022. I mean, I, I, I think that will be the key. As long as we don't uh, have mail-in uh, voting again, I think that uh, people are going to stand up and say, "Wait a minute! I don't, I don't care uh, who the elected official is. I just want—I want my job back. I want my business back. I want to be able to control the course of my life." And I think a lot of people are really upset, and there's a lot of people here in Louisiana that are being affected by this in ways they would have never imagined because they thought, we just get rid of Trump and this will happen or that will happen, and the things I think – I believe they wanted to happen are not going to happen. It's it's the extremists that helped put him in office that he owes, which was the – in my opinion, one of the great things about Trump was he didn't owe anyone – anything for quote putting him in office it was the people he was the popular uh vote uh as far as uh, what the average person wanted and not the special interest
0: absolutely you know ronnie and and uh that is exactly uh the the difference in the two uh, men and of course uh everyone knows on this show and i've said it on hannity i've said it on sean's show uh last week week four and i'll be on sean monday uh, to talk about uh, my encounter with Rush and and how he in, in, uh, influenced my life as well, but this is the thing: uh, Joe Biden has never done anything in nearly fifty years on Capitol Hill. What makes anybody any what what could possibly make anybody think that he would do anything now? There's just there's just not uh, any, any any logic, any rhyme, a reason. To us, and I certainly don't believe that 80 million people voted for Joe Biden. That would mean that 15 million uh, more people voted for Joe Biden than voted for Barack Obama. That that that's just not possible. And that's just not possible. And so and so, uh, friends, uh, this is why. We are in the quandary now because we need this thing audited. It's not going to get audited. And so I'll never call him president is what I was getting at to begin with. I just won't be calling him president until we get it audited. If they audit it and it turns out that Joe Biden did in fact get 80 million votes and he is the the, the legitimate president of the United States hail to the chief. That's what I'll be saying. But not now. I ain't doing it now. (laughs) (laughs) No,
1: that's that's an opinion of a lot of people. uh, But I feel like uh, we have four years of, of this administration. I, I think it's highly unlikely that we're going to see anything overturned. We're just going to have to uh, look at the cards uh, in the hand that we were dealt and try to figure out how to make it in your industry, in my industry, uh, in, in my commercial uh, construction development. Uh, we, we, have, we have had adversity before, and I think our resilience and our, our, our fortitude is going to come to the surface now and we're going to tell stories when we're much older about, hey, do you remember the days of? It's much like your generation when you talk about people that stand uh, in line for gas uh, during the seventies when all those crises happened. Yeah, you know, th- things turned around after that, and most people soon forget. People, people, unfortunately, soon forget how how, people, how elected officials uh, will will treat you and and, co- and the problems that they cause. Yeah, but I think it is important to point out to the people that did vote for Joe Biden, that a lot of the things that he's done, he told you he was going to do. So you really have no leg to stand on uh, when you complain, and you have to close your business uh, if it has, if it's associated with the oil and gas industry, or many, many other things that people uh, were told what he was going to, what he was going to do, and for some reason they decided to look the other way, and it was more important to them. Uh, to get rid of a president because they didn't like his personality uh, to just go ahead and take a chance on someone that you really doesn't have a winning track record, as you pointed out, for the country. And it's uh, it's mind blowing. But you know what? That's to me what makes this what makes life interesting is we while we may completely disagree with someone's uh, rational uh, rationale of of why they voted for, for Joe Biden, you know, that's their opinion and again like we started this conversation i don't dislike them for voting for joe biden no and uh, no, we can no, still no. move on and still love one another and we're going to be around when Joe Biden is long gone. We're going to be around when Donald Trump is
0: long gone. No. Okay. You know, Ronnie, you and I have right here in Shreveport, we have many liberal friends right here in Shreveport that we dearly love and have great conversation yes. and fun with. There's no question about that. But uh, our, our ideology, political ideology is different. That doesn't make us any less American uh, unless they're embracing socialism and all that kind of thing. But but uh, we, we, that's something else to talk about. Ronnie Remini, dot com. Uh, go there. And uh, if you're ever coming to the Architects uh, uh, area and you want to ride in style, Ronnie Ramidi, Shreveport Limousine.com. God bless you and God keep you, man. Thank you so much for hey. being there with me today.
1: Thanks for having me on. Congratulations on all your success. The big billboard up in Times Square, that's so impressive. I'm so happy to see a Shreveport man uh, just make his way uh, worldwide.
0: God bless you, Ronnie. Thank you for your friendship, brother. You too. Brother. Thanks to you. Bye now.